What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler here. And we will be your captain on this final flight. Please keep your seatbelts fashioned as we we approach turbulence ahead. Arthur Bowles, Wesley Eula here on Steelers Nation Radio, finishing up this final segment of our show. The bye week action, man. This is what you get on the bye week, man. We talk trades, and then y'all get stories about me being scared of flights and heights and all that it. good stuff, even though I have to overcome that fear, like, a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like, – Bro, you, you, you fly know how much – You know how many uh, times – like, I think about when I was playing, I was flying every yeah. week. And now even as a retired, I still fly a lot. I just hate to do it, man. Well, you were, I know you, you've taken a step back because you're doing the family man thing now, yeah. and, and God but bless even you then, for that. I was that. flying like every weekend. But yeah. you were you were going on Steelers yeah. road trips. You were out in Lambeau. You were oh, out yeah, in yeah. San Fran, out in the Bay man. and everything. It was everywhere. So, yeah, with that Jason being said, Jason says he's laughing his butt off in months. <laughs> man. I, right, Jason? A big, scary football player. I, I ain't getting on a plane. Look. Every once in a while, I try to peel back the curtain and be a little bit more transparent. That's why the and people just, love you. And just show you that we're yeah, more than just jersey number productive players. Like, no, we we actually do have fears. I'm a human, too. We have things that we're afraid of. We don't talk about it often, but we have it. We Our fear just isn't in the sense of, like, a person, like, a big person or or, or this or our scares. Like, that doesn't scare me. That height, fly out, falling out the ceiling, who am I fighting? Who am I running from? Who can I, who, how do I save myself from gravity? That's my disconnect. But we are going to turn the show over, though, to get some of your tweets, some of your thoughts, comments, and concerns, man, about everything that we have been discussing today mm-hmm. um, in reaction to the trades, the moves that were made, and some of the moves that were not made as well. So with that being said, the good hair guy. Time's yours. Let's get it. Floor's yours. Time's yours. Let's get it, man. Mike Questions. tweets us. <laughs> Questions. Mike tweets us. I need to cut both of the. I, I know I keep saying that. It's a busy time of year, but I do. I need to cut. I could do a back to back. We can do a Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid mm-hmm. questions. Times yours. Throw a little beat underneath. I'll, I'll, I'll cook something up. All right. I'll cook something up. It's the bye week. I'll have some time. Mike tweets us and says, What's up, cousins? What's that word? He said, I didn't like to see Chase go, but I also understand the receiver room felt like the, uh, you know, had the most depth of any position group. 
and they still have plenty of needs to address going forward next season. As far as this year is concerned, do you see a change in offensive philosophy, maybe more focus on the run game, or maybe some bigger sets out there as well too, more fullbacks, more tight ends? I would really like the bigger sets, but the problem with the bigger sets is you limit what you can do passing-wise. It does help you with the run game. It does help with the play-action pass game because it is more legitimate, but it limits you because you're really only getting one receiver routes in terms of stretching the field. Um, whether it's 22 personnel or 21 personnel. If it's 21, you got an option because you'll have two legit receivers out there. But the run game, it isn't as dominant because you don't have the numbers per se. When you try to run the ball out of 11, which is one running back, one tight end, when you'll see Chase, Pickens, and Deontay out there, it's hard to run out of that formation because you don't have the numbers in the box in terms of O-line. So when you're trying to block these guys, you're asking each individual to not just win their one-on-one but get ground as well and these receivers got to ultimately win their blocks as well and hold those blocks a little bit longer it's just it's a lot more that you're asking versus when you play out of your 22 personnel or fullback tight end fullback and two tight ends you're going to have your more defined blockers your better blockers so they're going to do better in the run game but the problem is that's going to attract bigger personnel on defense. So early on when you go with that personnel group and in the team, the Steelers have done that at times this season, They and they have had really productive runs, but it's more so because the defense is playing chicken. They're playing the game of, okay, you're not going to commit to this for four quarters. You're going to commit to this for three plays, but then you're going to go back and start throwing the ball again. So we're going to stick with our regular defense. We're not going to play that big personnel that you want us to get in, and now you try to throw it on us. Mm-hmm. And for us, the flip side is, we don't consistently stick with the person that would do it for a player or two. And then after that, we're getting up out of it and trying to go small ball. So in a nutshell, if we did more of it, I think it would work and be more effective, but that would be a change in philosophy as a whole. And right now we really are undecided when we talk about some games, Kenny throwing it 38, 44, 52 times. It's a lot of throwing that's, the football. Right, that's not it's a, a lot of chucking a pigskin around right, the yard. That's, that's not a run-first unit. That's not a big-body grouping unit. No, it's not. not but, in fact, it's quite right. the opposite. But when you talk about some of the things that we do want to do in our mentality and how we could be successful, and even hearing Bill Cower, Hall of Fame coach, excuse me on that, Car. Hall of Fame coach Bill Cower. Who was that? Hall of Fame coach Bill Cower. Cower. You know, and hearing some of the things that he spoke on, it, it is legitimate in the sense of we do have to pick which version we're going to be. And when we decide on that, the sooner we can figure that out, the better. I would rather side with being a run first unit and doing some of the throws off of the play action, doing some of the throws off of the misdirection, very similar to what we saw in Philly versus. It was working at times. It was. And that's kind of what Philly does as well in terms of their offense. You hardly ever see them in a ton of just five wide, five wide, throw, throw, throw. It's like, nah, they're setting it up off of the run. They're setting up off the play action, the RPO. And that's a different mentality, even oh, though it's successful you're throwing. So, you're so right. But people will see that and think of the success solely through the air. And it's like, no, it's not throw first, run is the off of that. It's a run first offense. The pass is a uh, a plus off of their rushing attack. Whereas we haven't set up that rushing attack. So when we do some of the stuff that they would do, it doesn't get the same type of reactions. But that goes back to philosophy and committing to you know, what we are going to be. And we're still trying to figure it out. That we are. And I'm, I I think that's a great example. I'm with you on that. That's the the and offense just, that we saw last week mm-hmm. is the type that I would like to model the yeah. Steelers going forward around. And I even say, just think about the difference in balance between early on with Mitch and the amount of passes that he would attempt versus where it's set to now. Those attempts have almost doubled 
in a sense, you know? Like, it wasn't a ton of 40 attempt games for Mitch or high 30 attempt games for Mitch. So with that, this is all, like I said, just trying to figure out where are we going to be. And where can we hang our hat? You know, what can we do well consistently? What's going to be more consistent? And that's the part. Like, not saying that you can't have success one way or the other, but which one is going to be the one that gives you the highest probability of repeating that this season? Not down the line. We're talking about right now. And that's something that they're going to obviously be trying to figure out over this bye week. Ken tweets us. Ken, of course, the DJ behind the Steelers Blitz yes, intro. Yes, indeed. Says, do you guys think number seven was the standard? My friends and I have been arguing about this, talking about how he covered up a lot of the shortcomings of the team over the years. I, In a way, sure, but you can say that same thing about every franchise quarterback and every organization and every head coach. I mean, look what Bill Belichick has been in his coaching tenure without Tom Brady both with the Patriots and before he got to New England. Um, Look at Pete Carroll in Seattle and the years that Russell Wilson's been on and what they have with with Geno Smith this year versus when Pete Carroll was in New England before he was at USC and in some of the down years that they had in Seattle. Uh, Andy Reid was able to win a lot of football games with Donovan McNabb, but it took getting Patrick Mahomes for him to get over the hump. I, I, I just think... You know, we'll see. I think Sean Payton's going to return to coaching here one day soon, maybe maybe next year. We'll see what he's able to do without Drew Brees. I just – that's tough. But I guess my question is, are we trying to say that these teams were only successful because that player only? Because I wouldn't agree with that. I, I don't either. But, but I, I feel think like that's – like I that's don't think that that's what he's trying to, to say. sustain success. But I would say this. I don't think that this is what he's trying to say. I don't – I personally don't. But – that is one of the narratives that I do feel it gets kind of thrown in there like that to make it as if if you don't have this quarterback, this coach isn't good. I think it goes both ways. I think you don't just need the player. I think you need that coach as well because how many great players have we seen come through here no but doubt. without having the coaching staff, without having the no architect doubt. to build the roster the way it needs to be built. Otherwise, you look like Aaron Rodgers right now in Green Bay. Stu's back-to-back MVP. He ain't lost it or forgot how to play ball. But you look at the pieces around him right now. So that's the part for me where it's like, I get it, but I don't. Because it sounds as if it's like the player is more important than the coach. It's like, no, they need each other. They need each other, man. It's a a relationship. Yeah. I mentioned Drew Brees and in, in, in the Saints and and, and yeah. Sean Payton there, right? I mean, let's not act like the Chargers didn't cast aside Drew Brees. Okay, that's and then he had to land in the right organization with the right right head coach to become the future Hall of Famer that that he became. I mean, prime even Ryan Tannehill on a lesser scale. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill it's Miami another, versus Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, great, night and day, hundred million dollar different Pro Bowl difference. And then there's examples yeah. like right, like someone like Sean McVay. He could Correct. win with Jared Goff, mm-hmm. but he needed Matthew Stafford to to, to, to get take over it to the, the hump level. to yeah. to win that. To win that prize, to win that ultimate prize, and Matthew Stafford needed Sean McVay and the Rams to really show, you know what, I can be an elite quarterback. I've just been hamstrung by my my organization for a decade. But with sports, we do this whenever we want to pick a side, create an area. We know this. It was more this play than that play. It was more it this is, coach no, than it that. Is a fun, like, it is a fun conversation yeah. to, to have as well. I'm like too. you need them both, man. Steeler rocker, our buddy Jay in New Hampshire. Shout out! Shout out! Says I do like the trades. Can't complain. Uh, needed uh, defensive back depth, and it feels like we got it for free. He says that in air quotes. Uh, and love, uh, love the um, you know the the trade with Chicago. Maybe he becomes who we hope for, but it still feels like a win win. Yeah, I'm with you. Maybe hey, maybe Chase Claypool does go, and him and, and him and Justin Fields have a lot of success. And if he in does Chicago, great. That's, that's that's good. That means that we did actually draft another good receiver. 
Right. That just adds to that. And if whatever that pick ends up being from yeah. Chicago, if if the Steelers draft somebody who's part of the organization for the next 10 years and, and helps being part of a winning era, um, that certainly could be a, a win-win there. Uh, Francis tweets us and says, I got to admit, I never get upset at Steelers fans, but when some started saying trade Cam Hayward, I really lost faith. As always, happy Wednesday. Love yins. Keep it real. And listen, come on. We can't trade. We can't trade Cam. Come on. Well, my thing is Unless this. Cam wanted to be traded, then I would say he deserves to make that call no, at this point in his it, career. But this is what we were talking about when I said I needed to wait to see what else they were going to do afterwards. Because it was that type of stuff. If Cam was moved, if Najee was moved, if anybody else was moved in that capacity, it's like, okay. It's okay. This yeah, is a different. This, if Edmonds is, was moved, yeah. this is a different messaging. But that was not the case. So we were good. Solitary Man tweets us. And says, good afternoon, gentlemen. I do not like the Claypool trade. I would have moved Deontay instead. Steelers front office, now under a microscope, better hit a home run in the 23 draft. Well, certainly. But I think you could, in this, where you're at right now for the Steelers, you are going to need to do well in these this next draft or two or three regardless. That's the case every year, though. That is the case. If you want the standard to be the standard and right. you want to sustain success. Because and you, you got to have those guys building up. You want to go 18 years without a losing season or whatever it's been, you know, dating yeah. back to Bill Cowher for, for the Steelers, um, then, yeah, you better you better do well in the draft. But you're right. When you when you trade a player who helps you win now mm-hmm. for a future draft pick, that even heightens that. That's yeah. certainly fair to say that you better you better hit on that because you did just let go of a good yeah. player. And um, in terms of trading for Deontay, you could have traded for him. You weren't going to get a second-round pick back because of the contract. Chase Claypool's on a rookie deal. He has not signed his new deal just yet, and he has another year and a half remaining. He has the rest of this season and all the next season before you have to even think about a deal, a tag. Now, you can negotiate on the front end early, but that's not mandatory. So that is also why you give up a second-round pick for him. Deontay, you're not giving up a second-round pick for because you're taking him one with the $18 million deal for the next two years, so you don't have as much flexibility with that. Correct. So to me, that was like why it was more so Chase than a Deontay, just in the sense of not saying who was the better player, who's the more productive player right now, but in the sense of if both of these guys are available, give me the guy that I have more flexibility that if it doesn't work out, I can move on from. And it's still relatively cheap for them when you yeah, talk about giving yeah. up the draft pick versus draft pick plus contract. Agreed. And Chase still has a lot of upside, and that's the other yeah, part. Yeah, like, absolutely. A ton of upside, and it's a lot easier for a Justin Fields or a younger quarterback to get with a big body receiver who, in times, you can just chuck it up. You look at Jalen Hurts at times, bro, it's literally him just chucking the ball up. A.J. Brown going out there making a play. I get the first touchdown was amazing, but it's like, yo, if this Kenny Pickett throwing this pass, I'm over here like, what are you doing? Like, but when you got it. Throwing at Minka Fitzpatrick and all pro safety and 50-50 ball? But it, wasn't, it was double coverage. It wasn't 50, and it was yeah, like dope double coverage. Like, yeah. it was good. It yeah. was just. AJ made, made a play it, on me, but it's yeah. like when you have a big body receiver, at times you can get away with that. That's what I'm saying. So for Chase, if you're and Chicago you're and you're looking at your right. guys, you're yeah. like, man, who do I have? Where do I go? Okay, well, this is a big body receiver. At times, he can bail him out. And when Justin gets to running around out there and extending the play, that's a big target to see versus a smaller Deontay where if he doesn't win right now off the line of scrimmage, you're not going to think to try to keep having your eyes on him right now. He's not to the A-B level where – he warrants, I'm going to stare him down regardless of what it is. So with the smaller guys, like, man, if he's not winning in a hurry, what's my next spot? Big body receiver, man, he can have a guy on him. You're not going to feel as concerned. You'll give about, him a chance. You'll to give go him a chance. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Steel City Champs tweets us and says, with Claypool heading out, I think it puts more pressure on Pickens now. We all know Deontay Johnson is a productive player, but he hasn't been that consistently this season. Pickens is a beast. I would have preferred to allow Claypool to play out this season. I also would have, too, so that way it wouldn't put that pressure on Pickens to be the guy now because now he's going to have to see what that looks like. It's different. It is a difference. Granted, he's still been playing. He's still been doing his thing at times, but he's. we felt he had the potential to be a number one receiver even though we were using him like our third guy. And at times, defense is how they match up against him would reflect that. Now it's going to be like, yo, you are the number two dude on paper. Correct. That's it's just a different mentality. Oh, That's yeah. it. It's just, absolutely. <laughs> it's is. a different set of expectations, a different set of pre- preparation that comes with that. Defensively, yep. the attention Targets you get. Targets as well, is, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's a pro with that, but it's also some cons with that as well. So I'm just hoping that he's prepared for that. But as you can hear, it's a rookie. And you just never know. That's all. But hopefully for him, man, he steps into this thing and he really, mm-hmm. you know, blossoms even more. But these last nine rookies, games just, just got never a little, know, just got a little more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Dream Life tweets us here. Oh, hey now. Welcome to the party, pal. Like a newbie. So do you guys think we're officially tanking the season? No. Capital N-O. No. The William Jackson the third trade confirmed that as well. In fact, I'm thinking the opposite. Nine games left this season. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me if the Steelers won five of them. Went mm-hmm. five and four down the stretch. More games at home. Schedule lightens up. Uh, I, I know a lot of people put, ESPN has predicted the Steelers to go two and 15. If the Steelers go two and 15. You shave your eyebrow? You know, I was going to say I was going to shave my hair. But I'm also trying to grow it out long one last time. Oh, are you concerned? Is that what you're telling me? If the Steelers go two and fifteen, I'll I'll get a buzz cut. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that works. Not that like works. a bald shaved head, but I'll, no, no, I mean, no, no. I'll shave. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll buzz it down, like like, like, down like your boot camp. Like I'm a boot camp. All right. I, I don't think they're gonna be that. So you can be all right. They're gonna win six or seven games, and then the same people who were upset now that they're not yeah. winning enough are gonna be. Well, they won too much down the stretch and ruined their draft pick. These are so meaningless games. I can't believe you guys. I'm y'all can't even you, do it the right way. It's gonna happen right now. Y'all supposed to be bad. Y'all can't even be bad right. Of course they go say that. You know this. Steeler Nation 920, our buddy up in Wisconsin, uh, says the Claypool trade bothered me just because it's talent for a draft pick that isn't guaranteed mm-hmm. to be equal or better. But I do or like getting Will to Jackson. Be a receiver. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But you know what? You could also argue maybe that's needed. Yeah. Maybe you take away an option at receiver, but you get stronger in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Um, Steeler Nation 920 also says, I like getting Will Jackson on the cheap. I am all for that gamble. There it is. Katie tweets us. Shout out to Katie. And says, happy hump day. Hey. Had to take a social media break for a few days, but I'm back. Sad to see Claypool go, but with him gone, I'd like to see Sims get a little bit more of a role. Ooh, he what, did get some action out of this past game. He did. It was productive I, too, man. I'm with you on that as well too, Katie. I think he deserves a, a little bit more shine out there. It's worth mm-hmm. worth a look, certainly. Katie says, uh, wants to know, with one less talented receiver, will we see more 12 personnel and focus on running the football? I hope so. I, I would be so. all for that because I do think that we are more versatile when we're out of 12 in terms of our run unit being a lot more effective, a lot more real as a defender. If this team is trying to run the ball out of 11, I'm not respecting it. 
because the offensive line has not consistently won their blocks and the receivers that they use to come in and, and pick up secondary defenders, they don't consistently make their blocks either. Or mm-hmm. they, they'll get contact. That's true. And it's like they make contact, and contact and blocking are very different. Contact is you running the guy as fast as you can and hit him with your head down. Boom, big collision, cool. But then that guy stays up because his contact balance is good also. He's a professional player, and then he falls off and makes a tackle. That was just contact. That was not a block. A block is you putting two hands on this guy, driving your feet and sustaining, not allowing him to come off and make the play. We don't sustain blocks at any level. Receivers, tight ends, or, or receivers and offensive line. The tight ends, they've been pretty consistent. Fullback in terms of Derek Watts has been pretty consistent. But we don't use those guys a ton like that. But I'm hoping when we if we do operate out of 12 personnel, it will feature a Pat and Gentry situation or even 21 where it's uh, Najee, Derek Watt in Friday move for Najee, Derek Watt and Gentry. When is those that type of situation where I can get either a Gentry and Friday move for a Gentry and Watt or Pat and Watt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot because those guys sustain their blocks. Yes. And that does make the running game a lot better. I so I'm hoping concur. So. I hope so. Maybe we'll see some 22 personnel out there, not just 12 we, Well, personnel. we actually did get some 22. We, we did. That was when we ran play action pass and hit uh, Derek Watt to the flat. Yeah, that, was, that was the touchdown think, play. They, well, and we scored on one, too, but early in the game, we started out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was started also that 22. Well You're right. Good call. And it's cool, but what we talk about is limited, right? Mm-hmm. Where's your vertical threat? You don't really have one. You don't really have one. <laughs> Especially when you <laughs> I need you to just sweep this as well and throw the pass. And that's when they that, start stacking yeah. the box. Because, and, okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're yeah. almost kind of fighting against yourself. And if it's way. not a jet sweep and it's still 22 personnel, that receiver, instead of being Clay's running a jet sweep, he has to win. Because if he doesn't win his route, who else are you? you no one. <laughs> You're very limited. You're very limited. <laughs> Protection will be good, though, but you are very limited in terms of the route concepts. Sensei tweets us and says, it's sad to see Claypool go. A lot of untapped potential there that seemed to never really fully come together. Do like the Jackson trade, though, considering we got him on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Rudy tweets us and says, Claypool, good player here, but it felt like the system wasn't right for him in Pittsburgh. If we are rebuilding, trade one. Uh, keep the young talent, although I do like the compensation. I like the move to to get a guy that the Steelers once really wanted in the draft. I think, yeah. we're, I think we're all on the same page in that regard. And like I said, when healthy, he is a good player still. A smart player. I like that part about him. Like, when you watch him on tape, he's very cerebral. He understands routes, big vision, understands how to play the corner position in terms of getting his head around, catch point and stuff like that. So I do like it. But it has its concerns as well. It certainly does. Yeah. Uh, Steeler Cop says, great trades. Omar, loving what he's doing as GM so far. We've got plenty of guys that can contribute as wide receiver three and step up in that role, and we also needed the cornerback depth. Agree. Mm-hmm. Carol tweeted us, tweets us, and says, I had the same initial reaction about Chase Claypool. Sad to see him go, but the draft pick eased the pain. Hashtag good business. Yeah. Even though it's so weird when I watch the tape now and I see Chase, I'm like, he's not here anymore? This is so weird. It is weird. Rod Dalla tweets us and says, bye week, I'm taking a break from the weight room. <laughs> hey, you got to let that body recuperate, Rod, you know? You got to have that rest time. <laughs> Let's go. You got to get your mentals and your chicken all squared away. Hey, for certain, I was supposed to work out this morning, and I was like, you know what? It is the bye week. I'm not working out today. I'm with you, Rod. I'm with you, Rod. <laughs> Steeler Man says, I'm okay with the Claypool trade. I think it's a deal that will benefit us and him. I still like the mentality the Steelers have of not throwing in the towel. No pun intended. Still plenty of football left. Let's get it, man. He also says pressure makes diamonds. That's true. It can also burst pipes, though. And that's the line that we're always trying to tell. And now I sound like RG3, and I 
mm-hmm. hate myself. Walter tweets us and says, <laughs> any chance we could sneak Calvin Austin on the 53-man roster? No, we cannot. He's done for the year, and Correct. he just had surgery as well, too. Yeah. Which was unfortunate to hear. It is. Yeah. Because especially right now, you'd be like, if yeah. he was ready to go, we'd be like, all right, here's the opportunity. You got yep. nine games. See what you got in Calvin Austin. See if there's growth there. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that's going to have to wait until next year. Me tweets us and says, Westman Who? and Dr. Moats. Me. Oh, what up, though? This Dr. Moats stuff. I keep thinking you're running for political office. Don't you do that, man. Says, Doctors don't run for office. <laughs> says Only on- TV characters. <laughs> Says, and I'm a YouTuber, not a TVer. Uh, yeah, it's true. Clarify. You are, you're a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. It says, honestly, I don't know what to think of the Chase trade. Lots of talent, but maybe it just wasn't the right fit for him. But then again, maybe the, <laughs> the system hasn't been a great fit for any of our offensive players to this point. Bazinga. Happy hump day, Yins. Well, to you as well, too. Yeah. To you as well, too. Jimmy the Greek tweets us and says, uh, Claypool trade is going to get us into the top half of the second round. Hopefully, we'll use it on a good offensive lineman or a defensive back. Was never the or was not did not become the Mapletron. I thought he was going to be good value for the trade. Let's see here, a couple more as we start to round this up. Frankie Z tweets us and says it's not popular narrative, but some media folks have reported Chase was disgruntled behind the scenes in the locker room. His trade may have been a message uh, as a move for the future. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know if I buy that. Um, because when you saw the reaction of his, t- that, that's always the thing for me too, Motsi. Mm-hmm. And hey, could be fake, could be superficial, but his teammates sure seemed sad to see him go, and that's what I always put the most stock into. There's been people uh, that have reported there was a locker room thing. There's been people that have reported that's not the case. Yeah, my my whole thing though is this, um, because both sides are speculation. Whether he was in a locker room issue or he was a locker room issue, right? Because his reports come from both sides. Um, my whole thing is this, though. You can still rock with your guys and have issues with the squad. Yeah. Think Debo, That's man. True. That's true. Debo was absolutely pissed off with this organization, and we saw it every week for how many weeks that final year him being here. We still rock with him, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the homie. You know, so I do get that part. But either way, like I said, we just don't know. I don't know, so that's why I was like, I would hope not. But at the same time, would I be surprised either way? Nah, so that's why I'm just kind of like, all right, all right, all right, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thrash tweets us and says, I'm with Motsi, forget planes. I'll jump in a mosh pit in a second. Oh, facts. As mosh long pits as, get as it long in. as I'm on the ground. Bro, I will hop in a mosh pit, bro. Absolutely, but I, I don't want no plane action, bro. I'm cool on the plane, bro. <sighs> I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Uh, let's see here. A couple First more. First, they start getting you to fly. They start talking. You want to jump out? No, I don't want to do that either. No, I'm good I'm on that. Cool on that too, man. That's where I draw the line. I'd, I'd love, yeah. I'd, I'd love to have the kind of paper where I could hire my own mm-hmm. private pilot, but I also ain't ever jumping out of no planes. I got, yeah, I'm good on that. I got no desire to do that. It's already, it's already enough chances I take with my life. I don't need to add one on like yeah. that. I'm good. I'm good on that. I am good. If you want to parachute out of a plane, I'll wait for you on the ground. Yeah, I'm good. I uh, I watch every video of it, but I'm good. I don't think I've ever been labeled as a thrill seeker, but nah. that's certainly one that I'm. I'm good. I'm good on passing. The lit one, Rebecca says, "Get ready, Wes. You said it here first, and she attaches a gif of Bro, someone getting their head shaved. That is rough. I mean, all right, hold on. New Orleans at home after the bye week. Come on, Cincinnati at home. All right, the Bengals are they're a good team. They they owe us some payback. Whatever. At Indy." 
They just fired their offensive coordinator and traded away some guys, too. At Atlanta, having a better season than everybody expected, but the wheels are going to fall off there. Okay, Baltimore at home, fine. At Carolina, they fired their head coach like 37 weeks ago. They're on their third quarterback. Baker Mayfield ain't walking through that door. Vegas at home on Christmas Eve in the Franco Immaculate Reception game? Forget about it, Raiders. Okay, at Baltimore New Year's Day, that's going to be a tough one. Cleveland at home, the Browns. I mean, come on, the Steelers are winning some games. I'm not saying like some people are, oh, yeah, they're going to win eight of these nine games and put themselves in a playoff position, but they're going to win some games. My hair is safe. Oh, no, did I just really jinx myself? (laughs) I feel like you're doing it, bro. (laughs) It ain't going to happen, though, bro. It's Coach Tomlin. You good. Now I'm definitely growing my hair out at least for the next two months. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't even be worried about this one, man. I'm, I'm not worried yeah. about this one at all. Now, if the bet was WVU doesn't win any of their oh, remaining that's the, games, that's the, then, I'm, then I'm going bald for sure. Then no, no. I'm joining the military. Or if it was they had to win a certain amount. If the Steelers had to win a certain amount of games, I think yeah. that would be different. But <gasps> just saying win one game, like, bro, for a fact, they're going to win one game. Facts. Facts. I don't care what ESPN FPI or whatever says. Mm-hmm. You take your analytics, you turn them sideways. Hey now, that's enough of that. Hey now, I'm not trying to get fined. What's your Rudy Poo? I'm not trying to get fined. Arthur Motes, I think that'll do it for the tweets today. Well, I think that would do it for the show today, man. This was a fun one though, this man. Was good. Definitely enjoyed it, man. Good um, last show before a little bye weeks yesterday. Absolutely, man. We all want to take a little reset, man. Get our minds back where they need to be. Get our hearts back where they need to be, or keep them where they need to be. But ultimately, man, you have to understand that balance of work and rest. And if we don't reflect that in our day to day, how could we expect you guys to? Mm. So we are sacrificing Friday's show for you all. So you guys can understand how serious rest is. So with that being said. You're not well, you're not flying anywhere this weekend, are you? Absolutely okay, not. Just checking. Absolutely not. But in all seriousness, though, man, shout out to the Power Grid, the Mega Watch, man. We yeah, greatly appreciate your feedback, man, as always, man. And Rebecca, absolutely, yep. When when, when that does happen to West Hair, we're going to record it just like that as oh, listen, well. listen. If the Steelers go over after the bye week, yeah. Oh, there'll be a live stream of this. Yeah, I'm about to say Noah, that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get a barber yes. chair in here. Mm-hmm. We'll put down some stuff on the ground, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and, and Motsi will cheers yeah. right to right to the dome. Oh, I do have experience cutting hair, but don't get your hopes up. You know, because it ain't happening. I, I, I'm pretty. I'm not nice with it, but I've had experience with it. I've been a shear the beard. I've been there. That's true. You have. You know, I will chop maybe away. We'll, maybe, maybe we'll get Kiesel in here, I'll too. Chopper, chopper, chopper. But chop a, chop a. <laughs> also want to give a shout out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Euler. Bing bong. There you go. Then I also got to spin the block one time for my co-host, my partner in crime with the good head, Mr. Wesley Euler. As always, it's my pleasure. Shout out to you, Mr. Chick-fil-A, a.k.a. Wesley Valen Euler. But on top of that, man... We definitely appreciate each and every one of y'all for sticking with us on this journey. You already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold. Stellars. Mm-hmm. Nation. Mm-hmm. Radio. Well, there it is. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, ten a girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.